Hey, what's up? This is Kat Jones. Today is uh, February 1st, 2020. It's a new month, apparently, and this is clear all year. Hey, everyone. What's up? This is Kat Jones, and today is February 1st, 2020, and it is a new month, in case you didn't listen to our intro. I am very thrown off, and... As always, I am accompanied by my bro and sound producer, Mick G. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Well, that's terrifying, but okay. Well, you can interact with the Lord uh, on our Facebook page or our Facebook group. Our page is Queer All Year, and our group is Queer All Year Fam. That's probably where you'll get to interact with the Lord a little bit more just because you can post there and talk to people join the fam and you know sometimes McGee posts weird photos of whatever our, our brains have turned into mush after recording so those are always fun uh, you can also probably see those photos and weird posts out on Twitter and Instagram which are queer all year pod if you would like to contribute to the podcast and enable us to make more crazy posts and um, we'll know that his name is the Lord some more, um, you can go to patreon.com slash queerallyearpod and at the $5 tier, you will get some pretty awesome bonus episodes. At the $1 tier, you get bloopers. So bloopers are always great. But at the $5 tier, you get bonus episodes, probably ranting. I'm going to have think something out there about Anita Bryant. Oh, it's going to be good. I can't wait. I've just saved up so much research. It's going to be so fun. But bloopers are always good, too. Um, if you don't want to contribute money, which I totally understand because I have been broke for a long time, um, you can go out and subscribe and rate, and that will help us a lot. Subscribing makes it download automatically for you and you know secret or not uh subscribing and downloading gets us our ratings up kind of and speaking of ratings if you go out and rate that also gets us bumped up in the charts so that more people can find us um only five star reviews count toward people thinking you like us so um if you have constructive criticism, we will totally take it. We will in the you can tell us in the group, you can tell us in a five-star review, or you can not give us a five-star review. That's okay. I'm not trying to extort you or anything like I have been in the past. Just ratings five star, please. So we're gonna talk about um an old-ish thing and a newish thing today. Um kind of very different. So, today we are talking about Tennessee Williams, and if you don't know who Tennessee Williams was, like Mick G didn't, um, <laughs> he was a famous playwright and wrote some fantastic plays, and he was just a great guy, very gay, openly gay in Florida, which is brave, man, cool, and... He went through some real crap uh, in February. From about middle of January through, I think, February 5th. He was the 
victim of just a ton of homophobic attacks. And it was spurred on by this ad that was taken out by this Baptist minister. He took it out in the local newspaper, and it basically said, like, uh, I think that everyone who's gay should be bashed in with their head, you know, get with a bat or something. It was ridiculous. It was, um, back in my day, that's how we dealt with people. I think just all these people should grab baseball bats and go out and take matters into their own hands. And, you know, so, um, you know, like the angry, pent-up homophobes out there, the no-homo people, they were like, yeah! And they all grabbed some bats and uh, so they so they killed Tennessee Williams Gardner. I think that was one of the first things that happened. Which is just <clears throat> why? Like why? I don't under I've never understood killing people, of course. I've never understood killing people around the person you're angry at. Like yeah, that hurts them a lot, but also like that life is gone. Like that was a person, you know? That wasn't the person doing the stuff you don't like. Like, I don't know. That's a that's a long conversation I have just when I haven't had enough sleep. Um he was uh beaten up, just like beaten to the point that they thought he was dead. Um his house was broken into twice, just ransacked. Um, at one point they stole his dog and they never, he never saw it again. Um, but today in history, um, a bunch of drunken kids, I guess, uh, just decided to go drink a bunch of wine bottles and beer bottles and take some fireworks and head on over and just start like pummeling the house with beer bottles and all the things that they could possibly throw and then yelling, come on out, F word. And uh, then they started setting off firecrackers. And uh, yeah, so of course, Tennessee Williams and his friend who was there at the time, they thought that was gunfire, which is, you know, I'm very happy it wasn't because it honestly, I would have expected it to be down there um but he didn't really let it affect him negatively I guess I mean he obviously it did but he tried to have a good outlook on the world in general he did go through depression a lot in his life um he tried to not let this shatter his faith I guess in in the world and so that kind of came out in his plays, too, obviously. Like, being broken down by the world and, and sometimes rising above it, sometimes not. Um, he, he seemed to really work through a lot of things that especially the queer community deals with, but without it being explicitly related to the queer community in his plays, which I find very um, interesting, very subtle. And, uh, I mean, his plays are not subtle, but, you know, the issues. So, yeah, Tennessee Williams, he, he man, his life, I'm going to talk about it on another day um, when it goes more into history things that's not him being attacked by people. 
this day in history, he was in the middle of just a string of crazy attacks. But we're going to go another day later in February, I think, to his kind of whole life, but not longer than 15 minutes, you know? So that is Tennessee Williams on this day in history. And now we are going to jump forward to 2010. 2009. Those are words I can't say. Um, and I am going to try and pronounce this name. And you guys are going to laugh. This is in Iceland. 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 And their first female prime minister and the world's first openly lesbian head of government was elected. Joanna. Here we go. Sigurvadortish. Sigurvadortish. Yeah, yeah. McGee's not in his head. That's what we we listen to a video over and over and over. We think that's right. Um, so yeah, she was elected the first female and lesbian head of government, and um, but it came around this kind of weird way. I think um, there was a financial collapse, and their prime minister resigned and then they became like they formed a caretaker minority government and someone is gonna have to explain that to me because I looked at I that is I kind of get it I kind of don't so um she was formally formally sworn in as the prime minister on February 1st and I don't know if that was like an election thing or if that's like the vice president automatically becomes the president if the president I guess resigns or dies or something um but in any case she became prime minister and then in 2010 on June 27th the day that uh marriage equality became legal in Iceland she and her partner were married in a small ceremony and I've believe I guess that would make her the first lesbian head of state who's married which would be very cool um she really helped grow the economy back after the 2008 financial crisis um the GDP had dropped I think about 10 percent altogether uh but she got it back up to three percent growth in 2011, 2012, that doesn't mean anything to anyone, but that's just information I found. Um, they were also trying to bring in a new constitution in Iceland. Um, it made it through the parliament, I believe, but it didn't get passed while she was in office, and then I think it just kind of died away. Um, that whole thing was brought on by the 2009 Icelandic financial crisis protests, which were also called the Kitchenware Revolution. That's amazing, and I am not entirely sure why it's called that, because I looked it up. I don't see anything about pots and pans. Maybe I just missed that, but I feel like a pots and pans revolution would be fun here like just grab some pots and pans and everybody go out and just start banging them so everyone else just has as much of a headache as we all have from 
dealing with legislation, stuff like that, just go bang some pots and pans until, like, they're broken and you feel happy about it. Um, I guess that's not gonna make you happy. Do what makes you happy. That's not violent. Go dance to the cha-cha slide. That's how I deal with it. I yell in the car at other podcasts, and I do the cha-cha slide. I'm teaching myself the get-up. Um, maybe we'll put videos of that out on social media because, boy, do I not have any sort of coordination that lets me do that. Um, that is about all I have on her and the other stories. Oh, we have an announcement to make, don't we, McGee? Heck yeah. Today's the first, so I've been given permission to say this. We are doing a crossover episode with the podcast Getting Off. I'm so excited. Oh my gosh. Getting Off is one of my favorite podcasts in the whole world, you guys. You have to go listen. They are Jessa and Nick are two defense lawyers who are going to make you realize that defense lawyers are pretty cool. You know, like all these true crime stuff or anything you read in the newspaper, it's all like, the defense was awful. They're trying to get this guilty person off. And it's like, um, that person is innocent until proven guilty. And also, um, sure, you can think they're bad until you need one. And plus, you need to know how to be a good juror. Because it seems like in this country, um, especially in Kansas and places like this, uh, it seems like, and there's a line from King of the Hill, it really cracks me up and it kind of, I think, embodies what people think about being on a jury, but uh, the character Bill says, I've been on four juries and we did our job. Four convictions. And that drives me nuts. And it is so, so prevalent. Oh my gosh. It's just, you know, it's guilty until proven innocent these days. And uh, here in Kansas, we have been having some trouble with um, some bad prosecutors actually like um this one um former uh like da ada i think is in trouble for like the third time for lying in her closing arguments and so now this um convicted sex offender his sentence is being completely overturned and i don't know if they're going to retry him or not but she lied to the jury about evidence that wasn't presented that didn't exist and so yeah maybe like don't think it's your job to convict and jessa and nick probably won't go into that because it's not related to our topic but i'm gonna scream at you about that uh jessa and i might scream like we yell and um this is the first time we're ever going to be in the same medium where we can be yelling together and so we're not quite sure what that's going to sound like, but I'm excited for it because, man, it's not going to be me screaming at my car anymore. Uh, so that's exciting. Um, go listen to Getting Off. They have great episodes. Um, they go into cases from both sides. So you get to know what it's like from the prosecution side and from the defense side. So you get a whole picture of what a trial looks like, which I love. And they did... Recently, they did uh, Kevorkian, which is amazing. And they did Andrea Yates. And y'all, I will fight people over Andrea Yates. And they did a great job. 
covering her and uh, I don't want to fight them. Woo. But I will, I will, let's get on the Facebook group and I will fight some people about Andrea Yates. Okay. Um, I, so we are like out of our minds excited. I'm just like, I'm like shaking. Like I'm like, is it talk to Jessica? Okay. Um, I am not going to give a date for that yet, but I've been given permission to announce it today. And I'm like literally bouncing in my chair and I'm hoping it's not coming across on the microphone. So anyway, this really exciting, you guys. Big stuff is happening and you should absolutely tell people about it and join in, listen to that episode. I'm so excited. Um, if you have, I guess, questions um, related to, um, hmm, it's kind of a deep, broad topic, kind of, but if you have any questions about, like, legislation, um, about transgender people, especially transgender kids, um, intersex people, especially intersex kids, um, where the laws are, where they come from, and kind of, I'm gonna be trying to bring in the history of just all sorts of legislation, that kind of thing. It's not gonna be boring believe me it sounds i say legislation and you're like Ooh, no it's not gonna be boring it's gonna be just you're gonna want to scream with us and believe me it's a it's a really good outlet for whatever you want to scream about you just scream at us it'll be good so if you have any questions send them to the twitter or instagram or join the facebook group, facebook group. and we will look into it and try to answer your questions as well as we can without going you know for four hours so yeah there's that we're excited we are excited to hear any questions you might have because your questions are very important because other people might have those questions and we need to educate as many people as possible and really help everyone understand our laws and where they're going and where they come from so we can understand how we can work within the system and without the system. So you are especially important this week and we love you so much.